Have you ever wondered the best way to celebrate your birthday and then realized it was having a live stream of your own podcast with your friends? Oh, yeah. So me and Allison both have birthdays in June. I'm June 1st. Allison's June 20th. So we decided we're going to do a live birthday extravaganza on June 15th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Allison's friend Rachel and my friend Cerise. Because it's a party, baby. You're invited. We're having a birthday party live on camera. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa will be there. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to do topics. We're going to play games uh, and come and celebrate our birthdays with us. We're excited to do an expanded version of the regular Just Between Us podcast that's focused on joy and celebration and the year ahead. We're going to take questions from the audience. We're going to get grilled by our closest friends. (laughs) (laughs) So please join us on June 15th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link will be in the description. We'll also put the link on Instagram, which is at JBU Podcast. Um, and come celebrate with us. And if you can't make the live event, you can get access to the video for seven days afterwards. So make sure you get your ticket now and happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us, baby. Gemini season. Chaos. <laughs> Forever. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, our weekly excavation of the uncertain, the unseemly, the unexpected details of Reddit. Every week you're getting a little bit more descriptive with these. Thank you. It's a lot of pressure. I didn't I wasn't congratulating you. Oh, I was okay. just saying. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is supposed to be a safe space. It's a safe space for friendship where we can all burn each other just a little bit. It's really true. As long as the burn is hot, the Mm -hmm. burn's allowed. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Consensual burning. Yeah. I'm excited because I think we we got some good stuff both through our own explorations but also uh you listeners are continuing to send emails with suggestions that are so lovely and helpful and i actually got two emails this week about malicious compliance that was a subreddit that gabe brought up in another episode but then didn't really know how to explain and so we got two different wonderful emails um explaining examples of malicious compliance one of them is is very in-depth, so I might just share the shorter one for now. This listener wrote, malicious compliance example. Here's an example of malicious compliance for you. I used to work in a public library, and we were able to waive charges for people on the spot as long as they weren't massive. Example, people who were clearly experiencing homelessness or had lots of late fees due to health reasons. Mm -hmm. We got new management, and they decided we weren't to be trusted to write off the tiny revenue they got from late fees. We had to apply to management before waiving any charges. What we started doing was telling people... I can try to waive that 20 cent charge for you if you like. I just need to have it approved. Would you like me to try to have it waived? Sure, of course most people would be happy not to pay. So management was inundated with requests to waive charges. We are a capital city library system with thousands of people coming through our doors each day. The end result was that they ended up getting rid of late fees entirely. Malicious compliance wins. Woo! Woo! Wow. I love it. Me too. And now I understand exactly what the subreddit's about. Yeah, that makes total sense. Right. 
Um, the other one, what was the gist of the other one? The gist of the other one was basically somebody who was working at a cash register and someone came and gave them like a hundred dollar bill and wanted change for it because all they were buying was a 10 cents worth of candy or something like that and so the person was like um well you can just take the candy for free like that's you know it's like whatever and they're like no i demand that i give him my change um and so then um this is so nice our our listener transcribed an audio from a facebook video that described this reddit post that had since been deleted wow so this person really uh i'm glad we're sharing it because we went out of their way wow um and so the customer said yelled you are required by right to take my legal tender and make change for me right now and then the cashier said okay um and then uh, what they did was they, they gave it to him in coins. They gave it to him them in coins. <laughs> so he's like mostly using nickels and Sacagawea dollar coins and putting them on the counter. And the guy turns around, sees the coins and asks, what the fuck is this shit? So I tell him, I am required by law to accept legal tender and make change. You are required by law to accept legal tender as change. Oh this God. is what I have available. He continues having a fit, saying, you should have told me. I tell him, I tried explaining, sir, but you interrupted and insisted I make change. I go back to counting out the 99 Sacagawea dollar coins. He is silent for a bit, then asks, how the fuck am I supposed to get this home? I told him I am not responsible for his change after I give it to him. He eventually gathers it up in his shirt. In his shirt? He oh, pulled, my God. He pulled the bottom hem of his shirt about halfway Stop up. Stop it. To make a large pseudo pocket. Oh, my God. Oh, my that's God. How I, oh, my that's God. That's how I imagined it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's so wild. Especially, like, because he clearly didn't even want that 10 cents candy. He right. just wanted change for his $100. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Go to a bank. Go to a bank, bitch. (laughs) And I also feel like I've had to ask for change before, but you do it in a nice way. Yeah. Like, like it's like, you know, you kind of know that you're sort of like, you're kind of breaking the code. You're asking too much. But like, if you're like, is it possible? Like, be nice about it and people will be nice back. Right. But if you're leading with dickishness, then then you have to have a big pooch of coins. A big leading cap. with dickishness. Yeah, like <laughs> leading. <laughs> or just bring like a sack with you for all the nickels and Sacagawea coins you're bringing. At that point, I would just go, you know what? Never mind. Well, I guess he's uh, he had already handed over his $100 bill. Right. It's too late. So it's too late. Mm. Oh, my God. I did not think he was going to put it in his shirt, though, which is extremely That's funny. That's exactly how I was picturing it. In really? Because mm-hmm. like, so how else? funny. Well, thank you for explaining malicious compliance in a better way than I ever could. Yeah, we got two great examples and we really appreciate it. Um, So you chose this one called Client Cringe? Yes. So as I learned on this show, we don't say embarrassed anymore. We say cringe. (laughs) And um, This is a show about millennials. (laughs) (laughs) Another listener suggestion, and it is a subreddit for uh, sex workers to share like horrible interactions they've had with clients. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm in. I'll read it. So this is on Snapchat. It says, client cringe, no words, LMAO. Appreciate and respect that message. I'll be totally transparent. That's the client. Then me, great, client. I think you're incredible, just my type. If I sub in just another subscriber and I'd like to prove myself to be more than that and actually get to know you like you would a guy in your normal life. 
In order to start proving myself, I'd like to tell you about the many things I know about OnlyFans through my time extensively researching for my ex. Just hear me out. I know you're already doing great, but my tips will help you do even better. I can guarantee it. Then this person said, I really can't stress how much you should never try this shit with someone again. I assume you're not going to buy something, so I will block you now. So he tried to mansplain sex work and OnlyFans to a sex worker and was not even a subscriber of her, but said he knew a lot from helping his ex. Yeah. And he wants to get to know her like a normal guy. And sent the message through Snapchat. And not through even, Snapchat. <laughs> not even through OnlyFans. Forget it. Why do men always think that they can give you advice on a thing that they're not involved in? It's, I think it's, I. I you don't know. We can't know. I, I think that, uh, I think men might be bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Which is a really wild or, take you know, for I, me. I guess like, I think that. Men are socialized in a way that is not good. And unless they take the steps to unsocialize themselves in that way, yeah, then it they they tend to to have these bad takes. Is that is that a wild thing to say or do we agree? Yeah, I or agree. it's just this entitlement towards sex workers in particular where he's like, No, I I'll get to know you like a normal guy. I'm not like the other guys. I'll help you with your business. She didn't fucking ask, bro. Yeah. I think this is a great subreddit probably because it's it allows these sex workers to commiserate with each other. And I think like this is probably a common thing. Actually, I remember when I was just starting doing stuff on YouTube and just between us and like also I think still writing for my blog. A guy I just like knew casually wrote me a long email explaining to me how I could better do ads and brand deals. Ugh. And he was just a regular man. Like a guy that I like barely kind of knew. He like messaged me this long thing about how I could like be funnier in my ads. Wow. Did you use his advice? Yeah, you know what? And here we are today. <laughs> where this show is sponsored by that fucking dude. But can I read another one from this Reddit? Yeah. yeah. And this is very cringe. Okay. okay. I'm ready like, to cringe. So somebody messaged someone and said, I would like to have one hour sessions of daddy daughter role play at $75 with sex one per week $300 per month and then the person responded back I really hope you're joking nobody is doing that especially for $75 an hour Jesus Christ goodbye <laughs> well you know it is an example of you don't ask you don't get and sometimes you ask and they'll say no <laughs> so you it was that they were undervaluing it but also that it was something that this woman did not want to do. Yep. Yeah. What is There's, it, daddy-daughter time? Yeah, babe. Incest. There's a plot line in the menu where one of – spoilers for the menu. Yeah, don't spoil the menu. But there's a – okay. Can, does it really spoil the movie? No. Okay. There's just a, a part where a guy is hiring a sex worker and you realize that he's hired her because she looks just like his daughter. Oh no, for sex work stuff or like bonding stuff? Nah, baby, for sex work no! stuff. No! That's what, I mean, that kind of was what this was. No, but this was because she looked like the daughter. I did see on somebody's OnlyFans that they saw that their dad was subscribed to them. What? Goodbye. Yeah. Oh no, what did she do? What did, they, what did they do? When they found out, they blocked him and then tried to confront the dad about it and he pretended like he didn't know what she was talking about. Goodbye. Oh my 
My mom does subscribe to my wiki feed and immediately alert me when any new photo has been added. That's cute. Yeah, but I think that's fine. <laughs> I think that's on the side of She's cute. She's not getting gratification <laughs> yeah. from it. Yeah. My friend had an embarrassing story where he, uh, his friend's boyfriend was like, I'm going to start an OnlyFans like, and then my friend was like, I'll join it to be supportive. And then realized that he was like one of two people. Um, <laughs> so then was like, I think that my friend's boyfriend is just posting stuff for me. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> It was extremely funny and awkward. Have you ever done an OnlyFans? I have not done OnlyFans. I was a Snapchat hooker, as I like to say. Uh, I did like Snapchat stuff, but I never did OnlyFans. Say, Megan and I have been asked to be on it, like from OnlyFans. Oh. Like they reached out to do what kind of content? I don't know. We didn't respond back, but it was somebody from OnlyFans. Daddy daughter role play. Oh, Megan, no. Megan's the daddy. Oh no! This is Melissa's other co-host. <laughs> Megan's the daddy. Melissa's the daughter. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> Hi everyone, Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books and that is why I'm so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options, shipping is always free, and with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment and she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic, a new husband comes out and she's, she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic trying to figure out which one is the best. It is right up my alley and I love it so much. So if you want to take part in Book of the Month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. 
Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today. So there's another um, subreddit, which I actually feel like was created for me because it's called out of the loop. (laughs) And I feel like I'm perpetually out of the loop. And it's just people like asking questions, being like, I don't understand what's going on. Can someone fill me in on this? Mm -hmm. And this one was someone asking, what is going on with Vice Media filing for bankruptcy? How did this happen to a once $5 billion company and what ultimately led to its downfall? I enjoyed Vice at times over the years and I'm genuinely disappointed by the news. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, the wholesomeness on Reddit sometimes really tugs at my heartstrings. That they were just like, I don't get this. And then other people were like, well, let me me explain. Yeah. (laughs) It's so nice. And then someone wrote, Answer, they never worked out a solid business model and didn't manage to monetize their audience as they required more and more spending to make the content they wanted. This potentially spooked investors and led to the company failing to go public. I, is that true? I'm, that's the issue. It's like I read that and I go, oh, okay, now I know. But like this is just some random person. Like how do I know if that's even true? Well, then the next person responded to that and they put like an article. And then they said part of the problem was their funding was spent on more than just making content. Uh, I guess Smith's boast that he spent $380,000 plus tip on a vice dinner in Los Angeles became a sick joke among staff as the company headed for the rocks. What the hell? And also, I just want to point out, does it show on your phone how it's kind of like indented over? Yeah. yeah. So that means that they they uh, copied this directly from here and then pasted it. So you know that it's like from this article. Oh. Vice has had some good stuff, but I just can't get over the fact that the guy that started it is like a white supremacist. Yep. He is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gavin McInnes. Oh, look him. I don't even look him up. It's not even worth it. It's been, it must be so frustrating for the people over there who are actually making really interesting and good content to be sort of always overshadowed by this like bullshit edgelord stuff, you know? He was involved with the company the whole time? No, I think he's gone or he's been gone for a little while. So you you found some threads, Gabe. So I found a subreddit called Tales from the Pizza Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of client cringe, this is that, but for pizza guys. Uh, but it's any and all stories from the heroes of food delivery. And so it's people talking about like things that have happened to them as a pizza guy. 
And there's 173,000 members. Which is what I love. I and love it. Do you think they, all these members have worked as, as a pizza guy? Or they're more That's just like true. interested but, in the pizza guy community? That's true. It's a true. little bit of both. And they also said that it's not just like pizza it's anybody that's on delivery so any kind of delivery Uh got it yeah so there's like one that's like the most infuriating thing throughout four years as a pizza guy i have worked as a pizza delivery driver for over three years and today i have been furious the company decided to partner with the local trampoline park how does this work i'm sorry what there's a local trampoline park oh trampoline parks are fun they are is that like outdoors or indoors could be either (laughs) yep wow but it's not owned by the government. It's it's not like a local park. It's like a no, private Allison. Business. It's a private okay, business. Got it. I was imagining like, oh, the city of Santa Monica has opened a trampoline park. No, they might. They I mean, might. They, they could. could. They yeah. could. But no, it's like a it's like a, a big room of trampolines. Yeah, okay, I'll send great. you vids of me at I, one a few months ago. Oh wow. Yeah, they're fun. I would hurt. I get hurt. Then don't become a pizza guy who has to deliver to a trampoline park. Because here we go. <laughs> The trampoline park gets large pizzas at a discount for $11 each, and the deal is already completed before we leave the store. We deliver the pizzas and leave them with only the receipt. This receipt has a tip line on it, but it does not go to the drivers. We have to give it to the trampoline park employees where they take it and give it to the families ordering the pizza. So they give them the receipt and the family fills it out. Us drivers do not get anything out of this and destroy our cars for minimum wage. All of us drivers have been dealing with this for weeks and they order 10 plus orders per day. But this is not the end of it. As pizza delivery guys, we are all respectful even when we aren't getting tips. Today we were busy with a full screen of orders. I was up next when the trampoline park orders came out, so I dealt with it and took three orders at once that were all ordered at the same time. I get there and the owner of this trampoline park starts letting me have it. This is ridiculous. You need to step it up. This is an issue. I've lost $500 today because customers walked out. She then frantically checks all the pizzas thinking we did something to them. There was a load of other orders in the oven, so of course it's going to take a minute ordering from a busy pizza place. I just can't believe we're having to deal with this. It is not our fault families don't want to wait 45 minutes to an hour at the trampoline park for pizza, which is why she feels entitled to go off on us. Management's been talking about getting something settled, and tomorrow I find out whether the company keeps contract with this place. Okay, so here's the thing. This is a fun idea in theory, but it is not a good idea in practice. Whoever Mm -hmm. thought, let's pair trampolines with pizza, like, I get it. That seems smart, but the reason that a lot of these, like, um, roller rinks or places like that, they make the pizza in-house. Right. So they have the slices ready and they don't have to pay. There's no drivers. So there's no drivers that are missing out on income or missing out on tips. It's just going directly from the kitchen at the place to the people sitting at the table waiting. So 45 minutes, I can understand after like how long can you jump on a trampoline for? And then you're done. Your pizza's still not there because it's not being made in-house and nobody's tipping the drivers. This is a terrible business decision from both places. Awful. I feel like the pizza store should never have taken on a, a a contract that would result in their drivers not getting tips. Right? Or they would have to do it in a way where, like, we're giving you a percentage of each pie, uh, like charging a $13 yeah. per pie so that there's a $2 tip, or something, which isn't enough. But, do you know, like, that's a, that was a flaw in management from the get-go. They do it kind of like a, like like those hot and ready pizzas that are already ready. Like, they at, like yeah. every couple hours, they take over just a bunch of pizzas. Right, that would and, make sense. And oh. then people buy it from the place, but they're already prepaid by the business. That's interesting. This That's said, interesting. my store had a contract with a school in the area, and the school would pay the drivers $5 per delivery. 
yeah, that's what you should do. Right. The delivery tip should be built into the right, price. Right, right. I will say one of my friends was a pizza delivery driver, and she said one of the best parts of it was that if, if the person doesn't answer the door, she got to keep the pizza. How often was that happening? She said she got to eat a lot of pizza. <laughs> or if they if they delivered it and the person was like, this is late, this pizza is cold, and like got a refund from the store, she would Ooh. get to keep the pizza. I love pizza. If you're a pizza delivery person, tell us how often you get to keep the pizza. Because <laughs> you're getting pizza. paid and you're getting and you're getting free dinner every night. Well, maybe not every night. How many people are not answering the door? Or how many people are like, well, this came 35 minutes instead that, of 30 minutes. So I want a people. refund. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do with that pizza? My friend got to keep it. Okay, so I knew I needed to get into the Reddit of online dating. It's shocking it took us this long to even get there. (laughs) So I found the subreddit called simply online dating. And this post is called guy changing all his photos right before we meet? Question mark. (gasps) Okay. I have a date in an hour. Since we agreed to meet earlier this week, the guy has progressively been changing all his photos to a slightly chubbier and older version of what I thought he looked like. This is so funny. This is performance art to me. I just realized this, and I guess I won't be able to tell him he doesn't look like his photos. But for fuck's sake, this is frustrating and unnecessarily manipulative. Edit. I went. He looked better than his ugly, being a dramatic here, lol, photos, and worse than his good one. Definitely packing a little more than advertised. So men do this too, boys, LOL. Interesting guy, but was not attracted to him at all. He also made no effort in presenting himself. Didn't smell great and wore jogging pants. Fuck my life. So ex emoji. This is a situation where like, do I like the way that this poster is talking about this other person's body? No. No. But I do think it is a very interesting strategy to book a date with somebody and then change your photos before the date. That's wild. <laughs> Continuously also, changing them. But slowly. they also made the pictures worse than what they actually yeah. Right, because you've already agreed to the date. Yeah. And then you'll be like, well, now you know, now you can see what I really look like. Yeah. But I'm saying they made the pictures worse than what they actually look like. Oh, though. yeah. That's a strategy, I guess. I think that's a great strategy. To be and then you show up in person and you're hotter. Yeah. I don't. Okay. This this is a very funny misunderstanding that happened in the comments of this post. Someone said you weren't attracted to him at all, but still banged him. LOL. The person says, "Where did it say they banged?" The person wrote back, "He was packing more than advertised." Oh, girl, you're obviously missing the part about him weighing more than his pics. Other person, wait, child, wait. <laughs> That's very funny. That is funny. <laughs> that is extremely funny. So he, he advertised that he had like a four-inch stick, but he had a six-inch stick. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's what that's happened. That's also funny that that was advertised. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, I actually have seen that. Size is advertised. Really? Yes. Oh, I have that. I have that too. I'm, but I'm on Don the gay Grindr dating app. different. I'm on the gay dating app. If you get on uh, the dating apps late at night <laughs> oh. and see who's on at night, then... There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Wow. But sometimes that's good because like I matched with this guy and we on field and we were talking and then he was like, just an FYI warning, I have a huge dick. 
And I was like, oh, uh, I got to actually not, I got to, that's sort of not what's, that's sort of not what's going on for me right now. (laughs) And it was like, you know, oh, what about your boyfriend? And I was like, yeah, again, we're just sort of, that's just nine is not, nine inches is not, not what's happening over here. But it was good that he told me. Wow. So you turned him down because of that? He said that kind of happens a lot. That he like, that he advertises it just because he's like, you need to know what you're walking into. Wow. I'm sure he gets a lot of play for it. I'm sure I'm sure it's pretty even. I don't know. I would have had to just look at it. We would have gotten there and I would have been like, oh, that's not going anywhere yeah. near inside of me. Good luck to you, though. <laughs> okay, I want to share one more before we play Reddit or not, um, which is a, a delightful subreddit called Terrible Book Covers. And it's just people posting photos of, of book covers that are just kind of either deranged, shocking, or so terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I think, is actually brilliant. And it's, it, <laughs> it's the title is The Robot That Smoked Weed All Day. <laughs> and then it's sort of this, like, almost looks like, renaissance type drawing of a robot with a long set of like a wig on and a fake mustache and goatee in front of a castle and the face is sort of that that futuristic like 1960s what they thought robots would look like yeah like he's got like a sort of tomorrowland-esque look to his face is that the white house on top of a pyramid behind him the white house on top of machu picchu no, I think that's just like like kind of mixing together different designs in the same building. He also has eyes that can only be described as terrifyingly similar to the to the button eyes from Coraline, but but yellow and red. What do you think this book is about? Like what Allison, do you think they fucking told you I know, a robot like, that smokes weed all day? What do you think the robot gets up to? Nothing. He smokes fucking weed. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ. This person said, uh, apparently it's a type of, of book called Daw Books. And I guess that someone said Daw had quite a few wonderfully terrible book covers back in their day. People are saying it's actually a great book cover. I think it is. It's very compelling. Um, I would be scared to wake up in the middle of the night and have it like staring at me. It's kind of exciting for me. <laughs> you like it? Mm-hmm. You think he's hot? Yeah. Look at his eyes. And his little shirt that he's wearing mm-hmm. with uh, with like red suns on it or something. Look, sometimes you don't want to judge a book by its cover and sometimes you really do. You want to judge a book by its cover because the cover was like, yeah, this is a good book. You would read that whole book about a robot that smoked weed all day? Well, I would just need, I guess you're right in the sense that you were asking what the plot is. Yeah, like I need to know more about the plot because honestly the plot as advertised seems pretty dull. Well, he does seem to be in front of a castle. That's true. So maybe he smokes weed all day. I mean, to be fair, someone in the comments talked about the Big Lebowski. And the plot of the Big Lebowski is a guy that smokes weed all day. Mm. Someone tagged me in this hilarious tweet that was like, obsessed with lady friends I have who are secret stoners, just type A accomplished executive bitches and high school principals who have been high as fuck all day every day for 15 years, never making a part of their personality. Women are incredible. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm only high at night, but I really appreciated the call out. Yes, that's so true. (laughs) I found an excerpt from the book. Oh my God, please read it to us. Small Fry, the robot, was thoroughly asleep, rumbling rumbling loudly, since it was sleeping on the floor on its back and breathing only through its nose hole. (laughs) 
Why would a robot need to breathe? It sounded like an unbalanced washing machine. The commotion caught the attention of the supervisor, Mr. Hinkis Lip. Mr. Lip was pissed off royal. Wake the fuck up. What kind of... Wait, when was this book written? It looks like the 70s, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, but it looks like the 70s. The robot merely rolled over on its side. The snoring subsided and it mumbled, it's all cool. No, it's not all cool. Get your lazy ass up so I can fire you. The robot, now awake, but did not stir. It figured if it just laid there, the human annoyance or humanoyance would eventually go away. Humanoyance. Yeah. <laughs> Mis- yeah. Mr. Lip was having a conniption fit. His face was red with rage. He was trembling with anger. This did not bode well for his weak heart. To prove this point, he fell to the floor, clutching his chest. His last words were, hiring you was the biggest fucking mistake of my... The robot slowly and methodically assumed a standing position over the dead body. The combination of its inability to show emotion and compounded with the fine weed it recently spoke smoke <laughs> made this whole moment odd and embarrassing. Oh my God, Melissa, I want you to read this to me as I fall asleep. <laughs> Will you just read this to me? I'll put you on FaceTime and you just read me the robot who smokes yeah. weed all day while I fall asleep. I got one more sentence. Okay, what is it? That all changed when it said, it's 420 somewhere. <laughs> it pulled out a vape pen and took a long toke. I'm not convinced this is a real book because I yeah. can't find it as a real book anywhere. I, really? I think, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a blog post with like yeah. a fake book cover. Yeah. Which honestly, I feel more relief about. I feel relief that somebody didn't spend time writing this entire book. You think it's fake? Yes. But who made it then? Who made the painting? Well, it's on this. It's on like this, this weird blog, blog site. The home of DJ Sung Moku. All right, it's time for Reddit or not, as we all try to come to terms with whether or not that was a real book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure if we dig five more minutes, we can figure it out. Right, exactly. Okay, so now we're going to play Reddit or not, which is our game where we try to stump Reddit by coming up with something that we think has never been talked about or explored on Reddit in any way. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've won like half a time. So maybe... It's just a, a, a exercise. It's like it's an, an exercise. exercise. Yeah. Um, it's Melissa's turn. What do you What have you got for us? Okay. So this is something I think about all the time. Ooh. And is who is this in the background of my picture? Yes. Because whenever you're taking pictures out in public, yes, there's people in the back. I love this shit. And I've seen a couple posts about not like posts on Reddit, but a couple times where like. This woman took a picture when she was like five and her future husband was in the background of that. I saw that. So what is it? What is it that you think won't be on Reddit? Do you know who this is in the background? Like I'm wondering if that's like a a subreddit. Oh, I bet. I bet it is. Okay, there's a subreddit that's like, I want shower thoughts. I wonder how many of other people's photos I'm in the background of. Does that count? No. And then has- I want like like people post the pictures and then like okay. see see if you can find oh, who it is. Oh, okay. A sub for interesting objects spotted in the background of a picture. But not people objects. That's close. People. That's very close. And it's something called when you see it. When you see it, you will shit bricks. Um accidental content. When you see it, pics that keep on giving. There must be something like this because Oh, people are saying they want to make a subreddit for that. Well, well, that's so close enough. That's close. Hold on. Find the sniper. 
the well camouflaged hiding in sight. What? So it's like you looking at a picture and you're like, find the neighborhood creature. And you're searching in the picture for like where. Like a live action Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo, yeah. I love that shit. I love when it's like, hey, that's me. Wait, wait, photo findings? A sub for weird or scary things found in the background of normal photos. Mm, I guess that the person is weird or scary. I'll give this half a point. Half a point. Half a point. I do see people are asking about it. Right? They want it. Maybe get started. People yeah. want it. Maybe you found what what's missing in the mm-hmm. in the Reddit subculture. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Regular Just Between Us and back next Monday with another episode of Whatever This Is. Bye-bye. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever!